Hello and welcome to the 119th episode of The Sausage Factory. This is brought to you by Spong.com and hosted by me, Chris O'Regan. In this show, we interview video game developers and ask them how they made their start making games, what their influences are and who inspires them. Split into two halves, the show initially focuses on the developer themselves and in the second half we discuss the game they're here to promote, which in this case is Super Arcade Football by Out of the Bit. Simon. Hello. Who are you and what do you do? I'm Simon, Simon Haynes, and I'm one of the developers of Super Arcade Football, um, working at Out of the Bit, which is a small uh, independent studio in Wimbledon, London. Fantastic name. Thank you. Where did it come up from? What, my name or the company? Both, but we'll okay. go with the company name as well. Oh, well. We can ask your parents where you got mind, the Simon so. name from. Probably named after <laughs> your great-grandfather or something. I know I was. Seriously, I oh, was. No. Anyway, uh, <laughs> um, but uh, what, uh, what, what, how did that, why is it out of the bit? Is it because you came from mainstream developers or is this your new first thing? Where did the name come from? Well, I joined the company after it was formed, so ah. this is, I mean, I can try and make up something on the spot. If you don't but... know, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was, uh, yeah, uh, Ali, the um, the company director and main programmer, uh, yeah, he used to work for uh, mobile companies and like, I think it was Samsung or Siemens, and so he's always been with low-level um, kind of work and has always been... Uh, trying the most to pack as much into a game as possible using as less memory as possible. So, you know, making every bit count, I guess, or every byte count. So maybe it's, it's, I think it's to do with that aspect of game making. <laughs> as, as a fan of retro games, because I, I love all games of all types. In, regardless mm. of format, actually, I'm a big board game fan as well. Um, oh, right, yeah. So I play lots of card games, and I, I, I run a and d game every week and stuff. So I just love games. The only thing mm. I draw a line under, sorry for repeating this, everyone, everyone's heard this, but I don't <laughs> like war games with a tape measure. You get a tape measure out, I'm going, what, you're putting some curtains up? <laughs> Hold it over end, I'll just get it over here, we'll just measure the window. I do think this place does need new curtains. A bit of DIY. Yeah, yeah. I, just, I, just, I just grab it and start walking across the window. <laughs> what are you doing? I'm just measuring up for the windows, that's what you're doing, isn't it? Isn't it? Isn't it? You know, so yeah, I won't do that. I'll just draw the line underneath that. But other than that, yeah, I don't care. Um, so, yeah. where was I going with this? I don't know. But <laughs> all, all types of games. Types, we were talking about oh, yeah, yeah. retro gaming. Retro gaming. Oh. That's right. Because retro gaming, the older systems did have no memory. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So it's crazy the amount of people could pack into such a small amount of space. What I've recently discovered. Um, because I'm watching Twitch streams recently for research purposes, mm. and because uh, I've started streaming now, and uh, I've I streamed my first stream was this little couple of days, days ago, and I actually streamed me playing Jetpack on a Vic Twenty. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, rather than you know me playing Le- Lord Leads of Legends, which everyone else does. Yeah, <laughs> I, because a that would be tedious because I'm terrible at it, and yeah. And, and yeah, because most people are, and also the, the community of that game is. <laughs> um, I know there's me. There's people trying to fix it, but you know it's it's a it's a losing battle. Um, so I've, I did that for the first time, and I'm playing that game, which is over 35 years old, and it's like on less than eight k of memory. Oh yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> eight kilobytes. That's like <laughs> a third of the average email, maybe less. It, yeah. Well, <laughs> and they make an entire game out of it. So. Yeah, your colleagues will be empathised with that kind of technology, that methodology of squeezing uh, a pint into a, you know, from a, th- yeah. a thimble. Um, well, that's what we try and do, it, yeah, because we pr- primarily primarily made uh, mobile apps. So from the get-go, as soon as I joined, it was always about, let's make the app completely lightweight and then let's make everything super fast to load and... Let's just have no as little memory creation as possible, and right. that's carried over in everything that we've been doing. So, it's uh, it's kind of like the company, one of the company uh, philosophies, you know, no no waste. <laughs> so, how did you make your start making flashy lighty video games? Uh, well, me, mm. I actually when I went to university, and I studied film. Oh right. Um, so completely different. I mean, I've always always well, is it played completely games. different? I don't know. You might, did, might well, agree or disagree. 
Well, you studied yeah, the I, guess... I didn't. I just watched a lot. I know the difference there was between, no... you know, I know the difference between Citizen Kane and Ghostbusters, that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> There's no there was no no mention of games when where I was. So I would always just play games, you know, uh, as a kid growing up and you know, always instead of doing homework and whatever, that kind of stuff. Um but I, yeah, I was always into audio as well and music. So I went to film school to do audio and music for films. Um, really enjoyed it. And then I think I was starting to do freelance stuff as soon as I got out and um, got in contact with Ali out of a bit about a game they were doing. I thought, oh, I've never really done a game, but I'd love to do audio for games. That'd be amazing. And we just started talking back and forth. This was for a game called Anima, which is um, a real-time uh multiplayer game on the ios mm-hmm. which is amazing it was beautiful um and yeah so i started doing the sound of, sound effects for that and from then on we worked on another project together and then we worked really well together i think us and you know me and everyone else in the company and we decided just to make it full time and it was uh from then on i i started to learn to program because it was really good that we're a small team um, it was really good for everyone to be able to just dip in into all these other different roles. And if you can do this, then that's really good. You're not just solely the audio guy. Um, yeah. So, yeah. I, I believe they call them in the trade hard skills. Hard skills, yeah. <laughs> not necessarily that they're hard to do, although sometimes they mm. are, but they yeah. are skills that are directly attributable to the creation of a game. Yeah. Um, as opposed to facilitating others doing that yeah so like a producer um, yeah, just managing people and yeah, yes managing right. milestones and people and resources and mm. making sure that people are on target and we don't have things like feature drift and or feature creep i should say and that kind of thing um mm. not at the expense of the overall quality of the game or, or the thing you're trying to make hence what's what producer does but you know, uh, smaller teams have producers. You probably do have one, but it's probably shared. That role is shared between all all of you. Yeah, it is. Yeah. So there's not one producer. You're all producing it. Yeah, you're exactly. All doing that, you've already got a little Gantt chart in your head, <laughs> but no one shared it. You might have written it yeah. down at some point and then threw it on the wall. And went, We're trying to go for that. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you know, and it's the creative process being the way it is. But yeah, the hard skills. So what kind of thing are you programming in? Is it is it in? Um, what do you? Well, we are you doing Unity? Is it or what? Oh yeah, we started. Well, I started at the company learning to program. So I just under everyone's advice, just learn just in C because it was just I don't know the Latin of languages they say of the programming languages. Um, and we were the framework we were using that Ali and the company had built was in C++. So it was very easy to go over. Um, but we started on this game, Super Arcade Football, uh, with our own custom engine, which Ali built from the ground up, which is really, really cool. Yes. Because he's, yes. Yes. If he's he, doing it, He's in control of everything. Yeah, exactly. You can't do it with middleware. You can't. Yeah. Well, no, no. that's not. And... Sorry, that's, sorry, Unity. <laughs> that is not completely true. It's difficult to do. It's, you have to, yeah, yeah bend to, things to, you have to do that. You have to kowtow to its demands, but ultimately you can. Of course, you can optimize to a point, but eventually mm. you'll hit a brick wall because it says no, because this is how this engine works. Yeah, right. Okay. You hit the floor, and yeah, and it's. But um, the uh, carrying on from that, the engine that it actually made is all well it was primarily vector based as well, so it's super. Um, light and re- looked really good on every screen you get there was no blowing up of images we weren't loading in pngs or anything like that it was um yeah it's all vector all done in the game all drawn by the game live so it was really yeah it's really nice so we started with a prototype of super arcade football um which was all done in c and it was yeah in our own custom engine and then we realized that we wanted to have um lots of different kits Lots of different, uh, you know, player models and stuff like that. And if we wanted to tweak the camera, so we decided that for this game, it was our first ever, like, foray into the PC format kind of game. Um, that it would be best to uh, port our stuff over to uh, uh, Unity 
and there we'll have all the great you know uses for just porting we literally click a button to make a mac version of the game and that kind of stuff so it's kind of a hybrid we're still using the core of our um stalk engine which we've used for all of our other games uh with unity so it's, it's a really nice system because we've got all the great functionality that unity offers because it does have some really cool stuff and also our, we've got the control that we had with our own engine so it's a, it's a really nice um yeah, hybrid engine, I'd say. That's that's excellent to hear. Knowing that something can be as fluid because you uh, and, and and portable as Unity can bolt on another yeah. proprietary engine on well not proprietary but your own engine onto it. Mm. Um, I know yeah. it's more complicated than that, and I don't want to down uh, dumb it down. It's way, <laughs> uh, and I don't want to you know undermine all your work by saying all you did is bolt one thing into it. Of course you didn't. <laughs> uh, but that's the best way I can visualize it. So, apologies. yeah, no offense, please. No, no offense uh, taken. It's, uh, but, but, um, but Ali might be screaming in his yes, sleep when he hears, yeah. oh, there's more to it than low levelness I've done. Exactly. So, that's why I've now qualified and apologized. <laughs> sorry. Um, no, no, no. But, um, yeah. yeah, it's been really good to to use Unity and, and this uh, Stalk engine as well together because it can really fly. And, yeah, it's good. No pun intended. <laughs> yes. Anyway, so this is your first game then? Exciting. First PC game. First yeah. PC game. Um, right, okay. And soon and console when when we get round to going there. So when you were growing up, were you more of a, a computer games person, or was it all? Yeah. Was it all oh, I had every. I mean, I, I loved it all. Really, ah. uh, I was lucky because I had two older brothers, right. and in a way that we would all share the consoles, but it actually meant that we got a few more consoles as gifts. We had to work for them, obviously, but. Um, it was really good. So we, yeah, we had a really nice little gaming room which we would all fight over. And because I was the runt, I uh, didn't get that much of a go. But I got to watch a lot of games, which was nice. Yeah. But um, I was the youngest no, before, so I know what that. Like. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we had a lot of stuff. So the Amiga was the first one that I really remember, and that was. Uh, when was that? I mean, I was born in 1990, so I'm not sure what model it was, but I absolutely love that. Okay. So I've that would probably been be around. an A twelve hundred by the time you uh, started to recognise what it was. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because uh, they came um, out in eighty five. So uh, yeah, so. and so yeah, it was with Golden Axe. I remember Golden Axe and uh, what was the uh, Zune with the Chubba Chops guy running about? Yeah, you got it. Uh, Zool. Yeah. Zool. Sorry. Yeah. That was amazing. Ant. I love that. To be an ant, or from the end direct dimension, and uh, right, really good platformer at the time play it now though yeah not so much yeah <laughs> i mean it's not the same with mario frustrates the hell out of me when you go mm. oh yeah mario uh, it's great at the time and still is <laughs> yeah <laughs> great it's like, it's like mario 64 great at the time and yeah really really still is still perfect yeah is there not nope okay <laughs> because i still have an n64 and i still have it and i still bust it out sometimes and play it on my you know it's great it, I was playing Pilot Wings the other day. It was oh, amazing. I love Pilot Wings. That game is amazing. Isn't it? Just so oh, good. So good. Not so I was much. playing the chicken level when it was just <laughs> it's too intense. Too intense. Too, one. too intense. But then there's Wave Race on the 64, but no one talks about that because that was bad. <laughs> on the PAL version, it goes 20% slow and it's awful. 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 Oh. Yeah. So that's not good optimization. Yeah, it's like, you know, it's just, yeah, it's just not good. But what are your biggest influences as a creator? Uh, what do you think? What are the things yeah. that you are drawn to orbit around more than anything as a creator of video games? So. Uh, well, I guess for our games, I re- well, me personally, I really like a game, I know it's quite obvious to say, but like I'm having fun as soon as I'm as soon as I start playing it, like right. I don't need to, I don't need to be explained. Uh, you know, I don't need to go through the menus and read stuff and, or get into, get into it, get to learn the game. I just, as soon as I play, I'm like, whoa, this is good. And then I'm, I'm on it for, for a long time. Okay. Uh, so not, so not I really a fan like of Skyrim that. then? Oh no, I love Skyrim. <laughs> no, but I think, oh uh, yeah, cause you can really get into that. You but can, at yeah. first I, at first I was a bit, mm, yeah. I don't know if this is for me. I have that and relationship then, with um, the Witcher. Well, it's the first one. Yeah, yeah, it was just tutorial for me. Yeah. I was just like reading lots of texts, and I was like, "Oh, okay." I mean, I put up with it Skyrim because I made an amazing looking character. Didn't we all? I thought wow, it's cool. <laughs> Didn't we? All? And then I was like, "I've got to use this guy until yeah." And then I just kept getting, you know, all the cheese wheels and potatoes and all of that. I was like, "Love it." The books. It was so good. All the books. Yeah, all of it. <laughs> uh, so no, but I think 
for me, like, because at the moment there's so many lots and lots and lots of games coming at you every day. And so I guess now I'm a bit more, as soon as it, yeah, as soon as I start enjoying it from the beginning, I'm going to stick with it a lot more. I don't know, maybe, I'm not sure my tolerance has gone down, but I don't know, the better stuff sticks out more than Understood. all the stuff again. And that's what you're influenced by. That's the thing you're inspired by is the, that kind of immediacy, that sort of, come on, off you go. This is, you know, this is straightforward. You can see what you need to do. Go. Yeah. That's what you want. Yeah. You, you, yeah, maybe it's my generation of, you know, let's have it now. But, uh, yeah, I'd say so. Yeah. Okay. Unless I know the game previously, because, uh, you know, no. if I did a new Elder Scrolls, I'd be like, oh, I'm ready to, <laughs> to dive into this. Or, like, a new Fallout, I'm like, yeah, okay, I'm sitting here for ages. Or, actually, yes. uh, like a builder. Sim City, I love Sim City. That was good. Yeah. I, so, I was... something where, but, but again, from the beginning, you're having fun because you're creating something. Even if it's just you putting a road here or there, you're instantly, like, in it, and it's... Yeah, it's just simple yeah. to, to get into with hidden depth. Yes, yeah. I, I have some fantastic stories of playing and, and creating vast uh, megalopolises that were my Sim City, and I mm. actually ended up finding areas like I've neglected that a bit, and it's like half of it's on fire. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's massive police sirens around, and like, yeah, I'm just going to leave that. This is fine. <laughs> this is <laughs> They're fine. doing all right. Everything's fine. This is fine. Yeah. Everything's on fire. <laughs> It's okay. It's great. We'll move on. Yeah. Um, I always try and make sure that my... The end goal for me on SimCity is that no one's paying any tax ever. If I can do that, then I'm like, okay, leave them alone. Destroy. I start am the nation of Qatar. Yeah, right. Ooh, politics. Didn't expect that oh, everyone, dear. did we? Um, should we move on? Let's move on. Yeah. Let's move on. But a great answer, though. I appreciate it. The weirdest oh, one well. we've had and the most um, interesting one was someone's dog. Thanks for that. Uh, Someone's dog helps them. Oh, is it their influence yeah. in making games? Yeah. Oh, okay. You can see that. You can see that. I, well, I've got a dog, and he inspires me every day. Yeah, I guess, course, but uh, yeah. inspires me to be yeah, you know, a better frustrated person. because yeah, they're awesome. <laughs> so, yeah. like, well, you're always so damn it, selfless. Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> That's what strikes me about you know pets, mainly dogs, cats. Difficult to pin down. We don't know. Yeah. I don't think they know what's going on. I think they're slightly insane. But when it comes to dogs, <laughs> most of them are selfless. That's the thing I get yeah. from dogs. Pretty much selfless beings. And that that's like, hmm, that's something to inspire you by. Um, <laughs> and hungry. And hungry. hungry definitely yeah, hungry. but they can be hungry when they shouldn't be. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I'm not a dog owner, but uh, yeah, I, I, I do know people who own them and I have, you know, have a deep affection for them. Mm. Nevertheless, it's not about dogs. This show is not about dogs. This show is about video games. More importantly, people make them. And do you admire anyone who does? And who? Do I admire anyone who makes video games? Yes. Yeah. Uh, anyone particular? Oof. Don't worry. If you, if you don't want to offend anyone, you can just name a company. That'd be fine. <laughs> Sold of a uh, company. All right. Can well, uh, you know, I really like Crow Team, who did Talos Principle and Serious Sam. Crow Team. Crow Team. Crow Team. Did they do Crow Talos team? Principle? I didn't know they didn't. Did they really do that? Yeah, I'm, I'm double checking with it. Yeah, I know they did. Yes. Um, Serious Sam with the with the thing, the headless beings with the bombs running at you and going, yeah, Aah! yeah, yeah. <laughs> Whenever you hear those, it's like, oh man. There's a VR <laughs> version of that game. You know that. I I played it at uh, EGX you did. and uh, it was amazing. <laughs> well, did you play it with a minigun? No, I didn't play the it at big, all. Big... I, I don't. I oh. only did PSVR when I was there. Um, right. So, because I've got a thing happening soon. Sorry, but yeah. Um, but oh. yeah, it's uh, oh, no, exciting. Uh, but yeah, um, <laughs> I didn't. I did sadly no. But I. I it looks awesome. Uh, I've yeah, always I liked it. Serious, Sam. It was amazing because you're, you're in like this green screen box. I don't think this will be shipping with the game because no. that'd be quite hard to, to provide. <laughs> but you, you're in this big green screen box and you've got this massive mini. You're literally holding a minigun in real life, right. and you've got your headset on and. It was literally on the this big um, Aztec desert level, and all these guys, you know, the weird little angels of death, what they are, all coming at you, and you just got this big gun. You just feel like, oh, I'm an action hero. It was amazing, awesome. but also very, very scary because obviously it's a, a horde, and they all keep, you know, coming quicker and whatever. It was so good though. But I think, yeah, they they are. I think I really, really like the Talus Principle, and I think that game was like super well done. 
and I sunk a lot of hours into that. So I think off the top of my head, they're really good. Um, they are, yeah. It's a great answer. Really... No, that's uh, normally we get the usual suspects, which is again nothing wrong with it. We've had Nintendo, we've had Blizzard a lot, yeah, because yeah. a lot of Hearthstone players come on the show, and it's like okay, great. <laughs> and then we talk about why that game. So you know, it's, it's it's interesting to pick apart this stuff, and everyone's got their own take on it. Mm. It's lovely, but that's really good. Good response. Talos Principle is an awesome game. You're right. Love oh, it's so good. Yeah, yeah. it's just. You always know that, like, I'm close to this. I know I've got this. I just no. need to walk away. <laughs> I need to walk away and come back to it. Yeah, it's just even going through the, the, the purple door and then come back in and just say, oh, right, what, let's just start let's again, just start. retrust myself. I've read somewhere, not sure if it's true, but um, the reason you can do this the following night, following day, and because, you know, if you t- do something, you spend a lot of time trying to figure something out, can't figure it out, you just put it away. The next day, it's like, mm. it's obvious. <laughs> because apparently there's synapses being linked in your brain overnight to actually uh, adjust it. So you're still working you're still on working it. On kind it. Of so your brain's still working uh, while you're asleep, yeah. That's why you have those weird, weird dreams about dogs solving problems. <laughs> <laughs> but no, so that is a great answer. Well done, sir. Uh, oh, thank you. Yeah. Uh, and now the next question is my favourite question to ask and also legally obliged to ask this question because... It's okay. a podcast about video games, therefore I have to ask it. That being, okay. yeah, you can know it's coming. What are you playing right now? Uh, you can't say ooh. Super Arcade Football, because that's, <laughs> that's obvious. I'd be very surprised if you didn't. Uh, but what else are you playing? The last thing I played was more Fallout 4. Let me just check my Steam. <laughs> that's, a, that's a new one. Never had that. <laughs> check my Steam. Uh, oh, City Skylines. Nice. Uh, nice. Speaking about um, Sim City, I thought okay. I'd give Skylines a go. Really like that. Um, Have you heard of a game called Project High Rise? No. You should play that. Is it similar? It's um, you you simulate a construction of a high rise block and then manage it. Sounds really dull, but it's not. No, it sounds really good. It's awesome. <laughs> you actually build this amazing high rise block and you. Oh no, I did. I have seen yeah. this. Yeah, I saw this. Oh, really cool. yeah, They've been on the show, but. Hey, oh. that's probably why I'm asking. But yeah, if you like that, name drop. Yeah, name drop. <laughs> but I met them at PAX um, West. Lovely people, and uh, yeah, they they were they were really good to have on the show. Mm, cool. Um, Besiege. I've been playing a lot of. I've been playing a lot of Besiege. Besiege. What's and that? they keep Besiege is like the. Um, it's like a builder, and you build medieval weapons and just destroy stuff. And it's it's a physics based sandbox thing, and you just it's one of the games where you it really brings out the freaks in the world because they make like rockets that are, you know, physically correct and work perfectly. And I can't even make like, uh, you know, something with a saw swinging. It's really, really good. And it's still on early access, but they, every update they do, is like a really, really strong update with lots of, um, more content. And yeah, I do like builders. Yeah. Not everyone does, but I do like them. Mm. Some of them are really, this- you know, rim world is like, Oh God, so, I didn't play no, that. No, you, you should try it if you like to witness, you know, the human condition exploding on itself. But seriously, <laughs> it is there's some parts where I had one where the chap actually list stopped, lost the will to live, and just wandered oh. outside, and just wandered, <laughs> and he started looking at the, staring at the sun. That was exactly oh. what he was doing. He just, he just can't be asked anymore. He just can't. He's lost all hope, and he's just start... sounds really sad. Yeah, I sold one of them into slavery. I had to because I needed the money. Well, maybe maybe that's, that's probably yeah, that, why that, that he did it, it. But yeah, yeah, <laughs> I, I had no choice. Anyway, <laughs> there's a little pause for everyone to listen. Wow, Chris, where are you going with that? Right. Sorry. <laughs> Um, there's another yeah. there's another little indie game which is in LA it's a fragmental which is really cool it's like um, a local co-op I don't know if you've played it no, no, it's from the know. guys some Scottish guys called Ruffian Games um, it's really nice it's like a kind of brawly kind of game where you've got all these guns pick up guns shoot people top down kind of thing really nice really really well polished okay. and fragmental fun to, it's one of the actors, yeah was that yeah. at uh, EGX or I don't think it was, is it? Sorry. That was at, uh, no, no, uh, I don't think it was. Oh, okay, cool. But, um, that's for the pro tip on that one. I've just written yeah. it down. You heard it here first. Yeah, well, yeah. no. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so uh, anything else before we move on to the second half of the show? Uh, normal big ones. I mean, Fallout, Batman, 
I'm a big Batman fan, and I think Arkham Knight. I missed. I stayed away when it was first launched, right? And I got it on a sale the other day or the other month, and I just think it's amazing. Arkham Knight is so good. I do have them all, but I only played the first one properly. Uh, is that, that a And then I kept on like, oh, I should get onto that, but <laughs> I get distracted by something shiny. But oh. yeah, I do have it on PS4, which I understand is quite good. Yeah, so, I've got it on PC and it's yeah. really good now. Like, I saw that everyone had problems with it. So did I. I, I. I tend to play Batman on Sony consoles, not because I'm a Sony fanboy, because every time <laughs> I had it demoed to me in the early days when it first came out, the first one, they always yeah. gave me a PS3 controller. Like, really? Yeah. Okay. There's some marketing game. going on there. It's, yeah, it's not. I know it's not, but I just think, well, yeah, it's a Sony game. So I'm, I'm like that with some multi-platform games. Like, oh, yeah, that's a Sony game. No, it's not. Yeah, yeah um, Dark Souls 2, that's a Sony game. No, it's not. <laughs> no, no, it is. <laughs> I play Demon's Souls. It genuinely is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay, good. Well, let's, yeah. let's, let's move on to, to the second half of the show. Okay. Where we delve deep into Super Arcade Football. Ooh. mess but yeah <laughs> this is uh, the zeroth question regular listeners will know that that is in fact an Asimov reference um, it's not really a question it's actually <laughs> the question is it's a, it's a command almost an order tell us about Super Arcade Football Super Arcade Football is as the name suggests it's a very arcade football game kind of harking back to the um, the old arcade retro games uh have that gone so not your simulation kind of game with um microtransactions and play you know realistic player models it's more of a fast-paced yeah um, yeah well, buy about? a pack of cards pack of cards <laughs> i mean i do i do buy them but i just why why, why? am i doing <laughs> okay it is but it's a top-down arcade um representation of a game that was remarkably similar to football yeah or, or soccer. yeah if you were a fan of the old games like Sensible Soccer, Kickoff, uh, Italian 90, those kind of ones where it's very simple, just get in and play football, not too much simulation, um, then it's it's that kind of game, very fast, which you can slow down. Uh, and also it's um, what we want to do with it, because we're still working on it, it's in early access, but what we really want to do is to for it to be a game that People can play with friends on the couch. With you can make a crazy party game. With, you know, weird stuff going on. We have modifiers, so you can have meteorites falling. You can play on ice. You can have a goalkeeper who falls asleep. That kind of stuff. Or if you want to go the single player route, you've got a nice arcade single player football game. Um, so it's trying to tickle boxes that everyone would enjoy. It's um, very fast. Um, yes. It um, and the the it is based primarily. A little bit on one button control. Yeah. Um, but there is a second button, which um, is an interesting thing. It's mm. not my first question, but I just want to highlight to everyone that you can play it regular, just hit the button, fire and shoot and, and pass and what have you, depending on how hard you press the button and how, when when you're moving the, your thumbstick, depending on what direction you're, in, you're moving it in. But um, there's also a slow-mo button. Slow-mo, where, yeah. Where you just... Does the same thing, but everything just slows down. Yeah, uh, and we'll talk about that a little bit in a minute. Mm, okay. Before, uh, <laughs> yes. Well, no, it's, uh, and there's also the yeah, just because we the controls were going through a, a thing at the moment, but we there's also switch player as well. So it's yes. you can do you can it can be all auto done for you, but then there's a few manual overrides if you want to just yes. switch to messy because God, I want to play as messy. Um, <laughs> But yeah, 
so yeah we're trying to keep it that simple um you know push a to do whatever you want hold it down for a big kick just tap it for a light one or if you haven't got the ball tap it to tackle and break someone's legs yeah um it's up and downy by the way everyone and so you go (laughs) up and down not lefty righty it's up you can actually switch the camera perspective to go lefty righty if you do prefer but yeah we set it as default as up down off you go kind of thing um, I've only ever tried it left it up and down because that seems to be the right thing to do. Although, yes. as is always with all these sorts of football games, from ever since they came into being, I'm way better at punching and sort of punching, um, <laughs> going up the screen than I'm going down. Yeah, I know, definitely. <laughs> you always have an advantage if you're going up. I yeah. don't know why. Yeah, you have a massive advantage when you're going up. Yeah. It's, just, it's no difference, really. <laughs> You can do, but for some reason your brain's okay with going up. Yeah, I'll only put in the effort in the game. Like if we're playing a match and it's the first half and I'm going down, like I'll be waiting until the second half before I do anything. I'll just keep the ball for a bit and then next half, right? I'm going to start yeah. shooting. It's weird. 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 Anyway, um, I'm going to ask you this very blunt question. I asked you this during the during the expo, and you were very cool about it. But I want to drag it out a little bit more. Uh-oh. Why do the why does the ball stick to the player's feet? Why do you do that? Uh, well... Because tradition says no. It sticks to the feet... I don't know, because they're professional footballers and they can hold a ball. I don't know. No, no, that's, that's, what, that's what it's like in our head. It's, yeah. um, is, well, is and it's also... It's, just, it's more fun, I think, when, they have, when you've got the ball and you're not fighting against... You know you've got the ball, so... And unless someone takes it off you. It and someone can barge make, into you. You're right. It doesn't make a lot of sense that you're running along the ball and then you move your stick just slightly too, you know, aggressively and you leave the ball there. <laughs> Why would you do that? Why would any professional footballer go, oh, I'm just going to dribble it and I'm just going to walk <laughs> off. I'm just going to walk off. Um, yeah. Leave the ball there. I'm just going to walk off now. No. Yeah. You know, well, I, there's some, some football players that do that. I think they're just localised solely in one team, which I think you know what team we're going to say. Oh, you know, no, let's just leave it. This, yeah. Football don't, games. Don't do that. Otherwise, we'll <laughs> drag up something else. Which we promise we wouldn't. And then we'll just have an argument. And then, yeah. you know, we'll just stop talking to each other. Um, no, I think so it's... I, yeah. We do have an option so that you can have the slippy ball mode. And uh, we have player stamina or energy. So when the energy do. does go down, they... They will lose the ball occasionally if you're doing to keep spinning around or whatever. Yeah. And we we are definitely aware that people who are fond of the uh, older games where it's not so sticky um, can just choose the option to have it off. But I think we, me, I personally um, prefer it as it is with the sticky ball because you feel I feel I'm more in control. Maybe you're not learning the game as much as you would if you're playing with a, a looser ball mechanic like in kickoff where it's almost push ball. Which is, you know, it's you're, you're learning. That's when you get the skill, I think, and that's when those, that's the benefit of those kind of games where you, yeah, you have to learn the. You know the when to where to push the ball, where to attack it. Yeah. You can't just sort of whip it around. You have to nurse it around. Yeah. Yeah. So you, that's direction. when. I mean, yeah. the ultimate way to change direction when you have got the ball like that is not to do that. Is simply to kick it to someone else. Yeah. That's the best way to change direction of the ball we're going. Mm. And it's true in real football. Yeah, you, know, you want to change direction of the ball. It's it's really hard. Um, so what you try to do is you actually kick it to someone else or pass it to someone else. Assuming mm. someone's there. <laughs> oh, the amount of times it's happening in, in Super Arcade football. There's got to be someone in the box. Nope. <laughs> anyway, you're booting it up, booting yeah. up too much hoofball. Yeah, no one there. Yeah, well, I'm playing like, <laughs> playing England and stuff. What am I but no, I mean um, yeah. it is. Um, yeah, as I say, it's it's optional the, the, if you prefer the looser control, which uh, some people have said that they do. Um, I love yeah. it, but it's you know I love uh, the, the the tackling mode is very very good too. But before <laughs> we come on to that, the play is very fluid and accelerated. Mm. It's quite fast. Um, is that why you installed a slow mo button in the controls? Yeah, it was it was. When we first, we were toying with the idea and we tried it out and it just felt like it definitely gave a lot more uh, dynamics to the game, to, to a match. And it, it in a way also makes things a bit more tense because 
if you're, uh, yeah, I'm against you and I'm running up and it's all very quick and then I hold B down and I'm doing a slow kick and you can see it going towards the goal, there is a nice tension that is kind of created from it. So it, it was, yeah, it, it's, it slows down stuff. It also makes things a bit more intense, I think. I use it primarily to set up crosses. Yeah. So yeah. I'm setting a cross up and if you try to do it in real time, it's too fast um, for me. <laughs> yeah. I can't actually get the header in. <laughs> I love doing those. So yeah. I do it slow mo, cross, and then let go, and then header it in full t- full, full speed. And yeah. the goal doesn't know what's going on. He's like, "Where's that walker?" <laughs> Fantastic! This feeling of satisfaction getting one of those in is awesome. Yeah, and it's also nice because we've got the after touch bendy ball. Uh, it looks really nice. It feels quite satisfying, I think, when you're yeah you're doing a slow mo kick and then you can literally see the curve. And you've got time to appreciate this. Yes. This curve, you know, this ball going in the top corner. Rather than the um, the replay, actually see yeah. it in real time. It's a brilliant yeah. idea. And I just mm. wanted to because I've never seen it before. I thought, well, that's that's a really it seems straight it seems obvious now. But, <laughs> and I love the fact that you know one of the things I like playing these games now rather than the old days is we didn't have these amazing controllers. Yeah, you know what I mean. These the three sixty controller or the PS controller, they're mm. amazing. Yeah, I mean they have been evolving over many years, but now they're just ridiculous. Yeah, I think they've got it right with the three sixty controller. I think it's yeah. Oh, yeah. it's like wet clay in the hands. It's it amazing. Is. It's just amazing, and these <laughs> you can really pull off some ridiculous tricks with these um, with with with, with um, super arcade soccer. Uh, uh, sorry, football. Might football. be soccer when it goes into <coughs> the US. If it goes to the States, yeah, it could yeah. be. <laughs> super Have an option. Football, it's definitely an option. Um, <laughs> super Arcade Football is, it definitely has that sense of you know, curveballs and it's so much fun. It's just, and it's very, very fast. I can't mm. stress that enough. And multiplayer, it comes out on its own, though. It's just yelling. Yeah. Lots of yelling. Yeah. <laughs> of yelling. It's um, definitely good when you're doing, yeah. Uh, at the moment in its state, I think it's. The, the best experience when playing with three other people, one other person, um, but even if you're on the same team, there's definitely a shared joy which really comes out yeah. from the, the game. We're single players, we're, the AI and stuff is lacking, which we're aware of and which we're working on. We're working on it today, actually. But um, yeah, so at the moment, it's it's really good for multiplayer and you can have a bit of fun with the single player tournaments. But yeah, it does, as you say, yeah, it comes out on its own with the multiplayer. Is it? It is possible to set up crosses uh, to faint the goalie. I've found. Yes. Is this something that the game is built around? Do you think? About what? Getting well, past it, the keeper and. Well, drawing him out. I found yeah. the tactic to draw him out is. I mean, that's core to football. Of course, is to to outsmart the goalie because that's, yeah. that's the last person to. To deal with your book, with your your shot, so I found pulling the trigger just at the right time when he's when he's not anywhere near the goal is the way. And is that how you design the game? Um, well, we've gone through a few iterations of the keeper, right? And we there was like the first one; he was just like unstoppable, or he was really stupid. It, it was either one or the other, and um, so that just came. So yeah, the next uh, pass of them has been more. He's every now player has got their own special stats. So every player has got a goalkeeping stat. How good they are, you know, being in goal. Obviously, the goalkeepers are better. Um, so it's yeah, he's or yeah, I don't know. He's is it part of? A, did we design him to be like that? I think it's more like the game tactic because in that final third of the pitch, yeah. Is where most of the action happens in super arcade football. It really is, in my opinion. I mean, yes, there's the midfield. That's a means to an end. But <laughs> it's just only end-to-end play, which is great, because that's what yeah. arcade football's about. Yes. It's not this weird tactical nonsense that we have in real life. Yeah. And that's fine. Um, but what I'm trying to drive at is that did you find yourself inadvertently building the game around the concept of Fainting the goalie, or creating not set pieces but scenarios, or things, or tactics, or just engagements, maybe to put your to put the ball in the right place that isn't you know in the goalie's hands. 
Yeah, I'd say so. And there's lots of um, we with the keeper. He uh, so you can be in the box with another guy next to you, and the, if you pass it to the guy, the keeper's going to he might think it's a shot, or he's going to try and do something, and but you can dummy him in a way. So yeah, it was a um, design option. But also, what we wanted to do is that it's hard to beat the keeper outside the box unless you're really doing stuff with the analog stick if you're really moving the ball about if you're just doing shots from the outside if you keep going them in i mean one or two may go in but they the ones that are more likely to go in is when you're really controlling the ball so you've actually got as soon as the ball's left your feet you're still controlling the ball and making sure it goes in the net and that's a another really satisfying way to beat the keeper i find so outside the box pull it up and yeah get it in the net definitely uh and there's the bulge as well which is when you get it in the back of the net yes yeah That's we are going to review the net and we want it i don't think it's satisfying enough we want proper no, net physics with you the... do you need they don't they don't bulge out the side i notice when you kick it yeah. inside. that's quite interesting yeah. it does at the back but not the sides yeah inside, uh... yeah doing a skimming across the goalie and it goes behind him and then into the goal. That's really that. They're the best goals ever. Yeah. Uh, or top of the top of the uh, under the bar and then back into the mat. That's yeah. <laughs> Those ones. So with Super Arco football being in early access, mm. I just give you a chance to present what the future holds. Basically, what features are you planning to add to it over the coming months that you uh, can impart to us? And what, very, what, what impact do they have on the game design, if any? Well, we're very lucky to have a really nice little community on the early access forums. Right. So we've got a very good idea of what people uh, like, and also we're getting some really good ideas from that. Um, but the first things we're doing is we're adding, at the moment, the phase we're in at the moment is we're reviewing all the core stuff. Um, so the... Uh, physics, the player intelligence, that kind of things, things that we can't really mess about with later on when we've got it out and when, you know. Um, but the the thing that we'll be adding very soon is team management. We've got all the player stats, all the player data there. We now we can start having you know doing substitutions. We've got player energy draining and people get injured. If they've got a red card, they're going to miss the next game. So that kind of the other game side of um, football where you're managing a team. Uh, if you're doing the World Cup, for example, you you're playing Albania. No offense to any Albanians listening, but you like, oh, I might reserve my best players for that game. Um, but in the long term, things we just want to add a lot more of what we have, which is a lot more of these modifiers, a lot more polish, a lot more of that kind of arcade feel, um, and a career mode, which. Uh, will be very nice. We can't really talk too much about it because it's not completely fleshed out. I don't want to promise as much as, you know, uh, I'm no, got like knocking I around said, in my head. It's like I said, what you can share with us. I mean, I don't right. want to, it's not fair on you to do it yeah. on you or me. Uh, yeah, there'll definitely be multiplayer <laughs> and you'll be able to you'll see each other online. And, yes. Uh, you know. And you, you know, they have this big cube and you have to unscrape it and then you find... <laughs> You find an amazing prize, which is a, a life-changing, life-changing uh, yeah. prize. In fact, will be none of, none of nothing of the sort. <laughs> I tapped, I tapped that cube so many times. Now. It sold me. It completely sold yeah, of course me. Because you did, because it's molding you. <laughs> no, I don't want you to do a molding you on me. Uh, um, that would be wrong. But I just, yeah. I re- what I want to draw out of you was the substitution, because it's one of my favourite parts of sense. Oh right. Was. Uh, well, that's going to be. It was like pulling the rabbit out of the hat. That was like, oh, really? You think you got me beat? You got me down three yeah. two? You think you no? See, look, <laughs> look, I had this striker in there all along. Yeah, yeah. and a little dog so, yeah, up that, here. It's awesome. That's coming soon. Hopefully, within right. the next couple of, couple of weeks. Right. Um, and but yeah, for, for the long term like view of the project, it's it's we want to just add a lot more stuff of what we have yeah. so saying yeah the modifiers more there. tournaments and you, sorry you've got the core there i mean as, yeah that's important and it, we haven't mentioned this it does have online play doesn't it it does yeah at the moment it's just uh one computer versus one computer so you can go on with uh four friends versus four other guys yeah of the same computer yeah. um we'll look into like multi multiple people on different computers uh, at the moment yeah it's just it's one v one and it's Again, going back to um, Ali and the uh, company's uh, 
control of everything that we do. We, Ali, uh, the company director, main program of Super Arcade Football, wrote his own multiplayer online multiplayer handling for the game. Wow. With our own with our own server. Um, I just want to plug him to say well, well done because we we tried third party stuff and other things and it was um, it's a, it's a really fast game and so we it doesn't play well when there's you know a ball bouncing around every now and then in different states because you think oh I was pushing it over there and now it's over here so we just stripped it all back started from the ground up and uh, yeah it's got online multiplayer and it seems to be working quite well. Mm. Which is good. That's, Again, it still yeah. needs tweaking and whatnot. I was really but, uh, surprised about that because when I saw it, I thought, "Well, this has got to be a local couch game thing." And yes, it is, as well as online play, <laughs> which I still, you know, nonplussed about. Like, I can't, can't believe I managed to pull that off, but you did. So well, yeah, well, done. when we showed it at Resed in London, we hadn't even considered online. We didn't, I don't think we even really spoke about it. And but we had lots of people come up and play. And everyone seemed to like it. And but the question everyone asked was, "Does it have online?" And we're like, "What? Oh, uh, no, it doesn't actually." But then, because so many people were asking, we were like, "Oh, yeah, this would be really good to play online." Because we've always just played it in the office or with friends. Yeah, just... it's difficult to 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 break free of that. I mean, a lot of the games, yeah, a lot of games developers have suffered from that. I mean, they make a game in the in the in the in the clique that they exist in. This game's yeah. awesome, and they keep on playing it, and it's great. And then yeah. they put it out there, and think, you know, well, you know, we play this together. Like, you know, I've got, I've got no one to go around <laughs> to my. Have you seen how small my flat is? <laughs> All right, yeah, yeah. So, can can yeah. you do this online, please? And, then we, then we go. and it's a common thing, you know. But you know, there's been lots of games out there that don't have uh, online. They still have, you know, lovers and a curious space time, which, quite frankly, has to be local because mm, uh, yeah. that game requires to be. What are you doing? Go up there, Go up there now, yeah. otherwise I'm going to punch you. Yeah. You know, and whereas you know, football games, sensible soccer on Xbox 360 is online. Still, mm. I think it still runs at the moment. I'm not sure what's going on with Xbox 360 and its its uh, infrastructure these days. Uh, <laughs> it's hard to believe that's a retro machine now. What? I'm still using my 360. Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't get the Xbox One. I just thought, ah. Oh. Yeah. I'm right with this, and I've got a PC, so... Yeah, it's, but, but it's, they don't make them anymore, so technically, it's a retro yeah. machine, apparently. Yeah. Um, oh, I can't really... Getting on. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so, uh, and it's been out for 10 years, believe it or not. So on that no. terrible bombshell... Um, <laughs> Simon, it's been fantastic having you on. Oh, thank you. Thank you very Thanks much for having me. for your time and patience and honesty. <laughs> um, this is not bad for a Brighton fan. And... Oh... oh had to let one in. Yeah, I did, didn't I? Had to let one in. Um, you know, we'll, we'll forgive you for now. Um, <laughs> so, for uh, Crystal Palace, everyone, hence the rivalry. Um, yeah, we, we, we had to go over, uh, get over our rivalry uh, to do this show for you. This is what we do. See, this is, this is, we suffer for our art. Anyway, yeah. um, it's out on Early Access, that it being Super Arcade Football. It is. It's out. On early access, uh, on uh, PC, Windows PC, and Mac, and Mac, correct. Come uh, by on the forums, say hello. We're yes. All quite nice. They, they are yes, they are nice, good people, uh, and uh, it's a fantastic game. It is much more approachable than certain other games we won't mention, um, <laughs> which was bad. Uh, and it's actually, you know, it's um, it is a, a what I've what I really got out of this is the sense of satisfaction when you successfully tackle someone without getting a yellow card or without yeah. <laughs> timing it just right where you do generally keep the ball away from them yeah. is amazing can be done in fact i've got very good at it now oh. um i'm yeah i know uh we need a rematch i think, I think so yeah i've been playing a little bit too much and uh <laughs> i just it's just a lovely game so yeah well done to you and yours Oh, thanks very much, Chris. And That's uh, great. again, thanks for being on. And uh, maybe you can come back uh, after it's out, and uh, we can absolutely yeah. Talk about uh, how it's evolved and when it's actually out for release. When are you projecting for that? Is it like mid next year? I'd say so. Yeah, mm. Mm. that's what we're aiming for. Very uh, optimistically, I think. Yeah, that's that's what we're saying. Mid yeah. mid next just, year. Just after the uh, this season of football's over, people can carry yeah. on playing the footballs. 
playing real footballs now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thanks, Simon. Cool, thanks. And so ends another episode of the Sausage Factory. Do leave us an iTunes review, and you can also, don't forget, listen to us on Stitcher.com. So just go to Stitcher.com, and you can stream the show from there. You just look up the Sausage Factory, and you can find us. That'd be great. You can follow me on Twitter, at Chris O'Regan, no apostrophes. And uh, if you want to email me, any feedback on the show, or actually you're a developer who listen to the show and want your game featured on it, please do email me at chris at spong.com. Also, don't forget to check out the Computer Game Show, which is the Stablemate podcast, should we say, of spong.com. Bye! <laughs>